With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Larry, now that you've had a chance to check out the film uh, from, from the game against Stanford, um, do, you, do you feel like that that was a more well-rounded performance on defense, especially because you guys were able to finish stops by getting on the boards? Yeah, no, it was, I think it was as complete, you know, when you look at a lot of different areas, uh, uh, one area I would have liked to have been closer to 10 turnovers. We got, you know, I think we had 14, uh, but rebounding free throws, assists, defense, the whole deal was, uh, you know, was as solid. We took four charges. We were about as solid as we, as we've been all year and put it together. We got out in transition and made some plays. So. Um, not as though we've arrived. We've got uh, hands full with Cal, but it, it felt good to get the W, certainly. And then to follow up on that, Cal has a pretty good guard in, in, uh, in Bradley. What, what do you see in his game, and, and what problems could he present? Well, uh, now he's been hurt, so I'm not sure. We've kind of got a multiple prep going on. He didn't play Colorado, but he's, uh, you know, he's an experienced physical uh, wing lefty, uh, you know, it's kind of the, the head of the snake for them. They run a bunch of isolations and it's been a real difficult matchup for a lot of people. So, um, you know, he, he played here for a year, I think at Wasatch as well. Uh, I think he played at Wasatch for one year He committed to Cal. So he's familiar with the, with the area and, um, you know, he's one of the better Pac-12 wings, I think. Larry, uh, speaking of drawing charges, drawing offensive fouls, is that you guys are really good at that? Uh, I've noticed through ten games. Is that something that you coach pretty hard, or does it come natural to certain guys? How does that develop? Well, um, you know, this is not necessarily the time of year that you do a bunch of charge-taking drills, Jay. Um, just for fear of some injuries and stuff, but we definitely, the guys know how important, I think it's the best play in the game of basketball and the guys know that and, you know, beating people at the point of attack to a spot and drawing charges. We got two big ones. I thought yesterday in the first half against uh, De Silva. And I, I, you know, I just think it takes some of the uh, aggressiveness away from somebody Certainly gets you in the bonus faster, puts, you know, he had to sit on the bench with two fouls, some in the first halves. Uh, I think it comes really natural to a guy like Ryland. He's been taking charges, maybe being a little bit undersized, but we had four different guys that took one last night. Um, and I, I just love it. I think it's, it's part of defense. And certainly in college basketball, you see a number of them being called. And it's always point points of emphasis with with uh, you know the national officiating uh, people and in terms of what they're going to call. And we've stayed on top of it and talk about it and work on it a little bit earlier. And it's it's huge. It's a great emotional play. I think it's better than a a block shot. You get you get possession. Uh, you add the foul. 
you know, like those things I mentioned, I just think it's one of the most powerful game winning plays that you can make. And it's also uh, an indication of how tough you are. It's a, it's a toughness play. It's not fun to get knocked on your butt and beat a guy to a spot, but it's an indication that uh, that we are committed to playing defense, and I'm super proud of the guys that can do it. Then I just had kind of a basic question. How do you divvy up the duties for your assistant coaches? Do you have like one assigned a defense, one a offense, or did you do it by game, game plan? How, how do you kind of uh, meet those out? Well, you know, we've been together now um, – you know, Henry, Henry, Coach Martinez has joined us recently, uh, and Henry does a really good job with skill development, and he's, you know, getting implemented in the program when it comes to some of the X's and O's and, and uh, game plans and various things. So he he kind of hangs his hat on, on skill work with the guys. He's always available for them 24-7. And... Uh, you know, as a former player, I think he does a great job. And and Coach Hill has always hung his hat on defense. He's been our defensive coordinator. Um, and, you know, that's certainly not that, that Coach Connor and Henry and other guys uh, aren't involved. We've been around the game, but he kind of hangs his hat on the defense. And uh, Coach Connor and I... Uh, spend some time on the offense and try to put our guys in positions to be successful. And then when it comes to the scouting, um, you know, having been around for 10 years, I'd say it's been pretty consistent. We've got travel partners. So on a weekend like this, um, you know, where we've got a Stanford Cal matchup, I think coach Hill has probably done Stanford since we've been here and he gets familiar with, with what it is they do. And, Coach Connor has uh, has headed up the Cal scout, and we've got a great group of assistants. Uh, Scotty McBurn does an unbelievable job with our video, and and Dave Dunleavy does a great job with numbers and analytics. And we just try to tie it all in. And I think it's one of the benefits that we have is is we're all pretty familiar with each other, and we've all worked with each other for a while and there's some efficiencies and some strengths and weaknesses that have been identified. We don't have to spend a lot of time communicating and it almost seems like we know what each other's thinking. And so it's been pretty helpful and allows our players um, to get a little jump, but look, you can, you can have the best game plan on the planet. uh, If your players don't buy into it, that's where a lot of the credit goes. We haven't had academics for over a month now. Um, you know, and the guys can go play video games and do some things, but we, we've got a few basketball classes and some scouting reports and we expect guys to know things and, and they bought in completely. And it's been part of the reason that we've done a good job, you know, limiting some of the top players on the, on the opposition. And, uh, I think everybody takes a lot of pride. It's one of the facets of winning games. You got to play really hard. You got to have some skill. You got to make shots, but if you can get, you know, whether it's 10% of a game or whatever, if you can get the check mark that you were prepared and you knew plays and guys were cerebral, I think that's, uh, that's beneficial. And it take, it's, it's like in a game of basketball, there are no little things. Well, the, the prep is no little thing. And uh, we take a lot of pride in, in trying to be good at it. 
Hey, Larry, you know, the last couple of weeks, it hasn't really gone uh, your way for your team, but the guys are you know, still coming out, still competing hard. You get a big win this week. Even though your team is on the younger side, what does that say about the leadership on this team? Well, I, I'm proud of our guys. You know, the, the reality is uh, we don't have the record that we want in the league at this point. Um, but also... You know, we have to we have to remain. There's a couple realistic things that we have to remind ourselves about. And I'm not looking for excuses, but we are uh, on the younger side, certainly compared to. Uh, maybe with the exception of UCF, USC, uh, you know, Oregon had far more upperclassmen, Colorado, UCLA, uh, Stanford, those teams had a lot you know, when it came to years of service, uh, they had us in that category, but our guys have bought into it. And I think when you also look at the last five games, they're also the teams that are, uh, one, two, three, four, and five in conference standings. So, uh, we understand that it's, uh, it's been a tough road. It's not like it's time to let up because, you know, records don't mean a whole lot. I think it's proven in our conference that anybody can beat anybody, but We've just gone against five top 25 defenses uh, in our last five games. So, uh, yes, uh, as, a, as a head coach, I've got to fix some things and we've got to be better. But also, I don't think you need to pound your brains in and beat yourself up because, you know, two or three of those teams are amongst the tallest in our conference. They're elite defensive teams. That's the reality. And, um, you know, so if it doesn't kill you, like my doctor used to say, it's only going to make you stronger. And I think our guys, uh, you know, we're going to start making some shots. We've got some guys that aren't shooting at a great clip. And I think that, you know, it's inevitable that you're going to face less of a defensive talented team. And that's going to be important for us to help us. But our guys have stuck to it, stuck through it showed some toughness and resilience and I, I couldn't be happier uh, for them in a year that's already challenging. And, uh, you know, I think we know that it's a fine line. We could be three and two or four and one in our last five games, but that's all that Christmas stuff. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. And if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, um, you know, so we're good. We're just going to keep piling through. And as I've said for 10 years around here, we're just going to keep chopping wood. Someone who, who has been doing a really good job of chopping wood is Mickey, especially in the last, you know, through, through the stretch, through, through the homestand. What has led to him, you know, developing so quick? Was, you know, he comes from, you know, out, out of the country and, you know, had, had a pretty solid year and then gets inserted in the starting lineup and then had, you know, he's having a pretty good stretch right now. What, what has led to that development? Oh, it has an awful lot to do with not being a freshman. You know, I think uh, you look at a guy like De Silva, you know, six points, 12 points, 15 points. And now his senior year, he's averaging 20. It's, it's called the process. And a lot of things were new to Mickey a year ago. New country, new coach, new league, uh, new everything, new referees, um, and so, you know, here he is bought in coming back. And I think he's not being a freshman is super helpful. Uh, 
you know, knowing a lot, there's a familiarity with what it is he's trying to do. And he's, he's a terrific player. He's a terrific two-way player. He's one of the best defensive big men that I've been around. He'll battle anybody. And from an offensive point of view, I think he's getting more and more comfortable. And it's, uh, it didn't happen quick. You mentioned that, Hey, this is a happened pretty quick. You know, it's, it's all real. I guess it's all relative to him because his freshman year at times drug on and it didn't seem quick, but it's, it's kind of the process and the, the uh, result of some time and getting some more reps under his belt. But you know, th- this is a kid that uh, got his nose broken, you know, to this year at Christmas time, he had his face surgery on his nose. A year ago at Christmas time, it was a knee knee surgery. He had his, a molar knocked out of his mouth the other night. And then, uh, like popped his left shoulder out and had some nerve and, and damn, you know, numbness damage. And he's kind of like, and I know Finland's a big hockey country. He's kind of like a tough hockey player that just loves to compete and get out there and, and, uh, terrific kid, terrific student. It's, uh, it's fantastic. He's got to get better, but it's a lot of fun to be a part of, the, of a journey for a sophomore that's, you know, the light bulb is starting to come on and it's, it's fun to see that energy and that shine in his eyes. Does that, does that toughness and all that, does that kind of re, re, re remind you of when you were playing? Cause I, I know sure. you uh, played with a lot of toughness. Well, I mean, I don't think we have got a lot of choice, Trevor, when the reality is, you know, I don't think Mickey's going to dazzle anybody with the athleticism or skywalking ability or, you know, not, he's not going to win many warmups. I've always joked about that. I never was going to win many warmups and you're not going to win the airport eye test, but you know, you can affect the game in a lot of different ways. And I think, uh, yeah, I was drawn to him recruiting and, you know, I think there are some similarities and super proud of him. And, you know, he's, he just seems like he keeps getting better and better with time. 